What's crack? Big dogs. Welcome bike to the channel. Welcome bike to thy headquarters. My name is Nicholas. And this is BDG. Big dogs got to eat. And uh, today's video, we are going over some ranking changes. Uh, biggest ADP movers over the last seven days per underdog ADP. Quick reasonings behind why they're moving. What we should be doing about it. And then we're jumping into Q&A Salt. This is a private Q&A that y'all get with me. If you're a big dog member, which you could sign up for on BDGE.store. When you sign up on BDGE.store, you are getting access to every single Saturday's Q&A Salt throughout the season. You will get my in-season weekly rankings. It is the only place to get it. BDG.store, big dog member. You're getting our waiver wire exclusive article. You are getting a whole lot of gang shit. Uh, BDG.store, what up everybody in the chat? How we doing, Coney? Just hit me straight off the rip with a big no. Respect. Zach Wood, finally made one live. You and me both. I'm not really alive right now. We had, we had a fucking night. We'll get into it in a minute. Michael May, straight shooting right away. 10-team uh, PPR keeper league. One quarterback. Keeping digs. Ridley, AJB in the 5th, 6th, 7th. That's beautiful. Picking out 109, should I take Kelsey or RB first? Uh, I, I would I would go with the running back. I just want to solidify my team with the running back. I don't know who's going to be left on the board, but I'm probably with the RB. It's college football Saturday. No time for you, Nick. I don't fucking blame you. I don't have time for myself. Whoo! All right, let's talk about some of the uh, the bigger ranking movements over the last seven days. So we have the obvious Gus Edwards moving up 63 spots up to 54 because of the J.K. Dobbins news. I think fifth round is about right for fourth, fifth round is about right for Gus Edwards. It's going to be a committee there regardless. Uh, he will get a lot of valuable touches, but he will not be catching any passes as per how he always does. So Gus Fourth, fifth round. I like it if you fade running back early. Tyson Williams, another big riser. I think Tyson Williams is going to take the role that Gus Edwards had. So I'm with Gus Ed. I'm I'm with Tyson in the uh, in like the tenth or eleventh round where you were drafting Gus Edwards. I like Tyson there. Sonny Michelle, obviously a big mover with uh, the move over to L.A. He's up to pick 108, which I think makes sense. I think he he might force a committee here with Darrell Henderson. I think even when Darrell Henderson could have been the guy last year, they tried to force a committee there with Malcolm Brown. I don't see them two as very different players. So I could see a Malcolm Brown and Darrell Henderson type split that they had last year. So I like Sonny Michelle at value as well. Ramondre Stevenson, I guess he just kind of made the roster. Sonny Michelle moved. He keeps scoring preseason touchdowns. He's still not a guy I'm drafting in there. Well, there's all New England movements, huh? A lot of movements with the Mac Jones news. Mac Jones obviously shoots up as Cam Newton gets cut, and Mac Jones is the starting quarterback for the year. He's not someone I'm too excited about in like super flex two quarterback leagues because this is going to be a run heavy offense. At end of the day, he's still a rookie, and like rookies very rarely post up over like 3,800 passing yards. He's not going to run the ball, so he's not someone I'm looking to target in uh, super flex redraft leagues. Ty Johnson. I believe Ty Johnson was kind of confirmed as the starter. I think he jumped the depth chart on Tevin Coleman. He's looked good. He's playing above Michael Carter, and now I guess above Tevin Coleman. 
even though Tevin Coleman's on this list as well, both of them should be rising up. I actually feel like I've been pushing this train because Michael Carter is just getting no play time with the ones in preseason. So Carter's an easy fade. Ty Johnson, Tevin Coleman. I will diversify on those two if I want one of them, though. If I'm drafting one of them late, I like Ty Johnson. He's explosive. He's got upside. He's young. Um, just a good size, speed combination there. Ty Johnson's very athletic. Jameis Winston moving up the board. Uh, as he's obviously been named the starter, and he looked very good on preseason football, live television. So with Jameis Winston named the starter, obviously he's going to shoot up. I'm still not really interested in drafting him despite what he did in preseason because end of the day, he's a quarterback that literally just has Marquez Callaway as a weapon. Mm. Mm. I'm eating pizza right now. I'm going out to brunch with my mom and my sister in like an hour and a half. It's my mother's birthday. Make sure you wish my mother a happy fucking birthday. She's a great woman. What else we got going on in here? Uh, James White moves up, I guess, because Sony Michelle again cut, and James White is taking all of the third down snaps. So I guess he's not a bad, um, he's not a bad late round pick. I just don't really care for taking pass catching running backs that at that part in the draft. Uh, best ball, I'm fine with it, but season long, I really don't want any part of it because you have to decide when to start them, and that is fucking terrible. James Robinson, another big mover. The news for ATN broke a couple weeks ago, so his ADP change just over the last seven days uh, is a lot smaller than it was over the last 14 days. He moves up still another 20 spots. He's up to 41 right now, so he's a mid-fourth-round pick, which I think makes sense. I think um, – sorry. I haven't eaten since yesterday at like 3 o'clock. Um, yeah, mid-third round seems... Um, mid-fourth round is about where I'd be comfortable. I might jump up a little bit early, maybe early fourth, late third, if I really want to grab another running back. But I'm a little bit nervous that Carlos Hyde is going to take too much work there. I think they told you that they wanted to force a committee in Jacksonville. All right, so those are the 10 biggest risers. If you're enjoying the video, make sure you hit the thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you are new. And good luck in your drafts this weekend. we got our E-Town Get Down coming up on Monday. Let's get to a couple questions before we get to our biggest fallers. Uh, what did you get your mom? Well, I'm uh, I'm a piece of shit. I don't really get gifts for people's birthdays, but I do want to get her something. I'll probably pick her up. I didn't get anything yet. So if anyone has good ideas within the next like 30 minutes, that would be wildly appreciated. I'll pick her up flowers, but there's a lot of stores in the area that I could probably go to and pick her something up. Favorite deep league RB stash, guys. Redraft full PPR. Um, I think those two that we named, Tyson Williams and Sonny Michelle, are both good picks there. Ty Johnson is definitely my favorite one, though. Ty Johnson, who else? I kind of like Salvin Ahmed, too. For some reason, I feel like he's going to carve out a, a pretty significant role there in Miami. I think he's a pretty good runner. Larry, how we doing, Larry? 10-team, two-quarterback PPR league. I got the second pick, six-point for passing touchdown, six-point rushing touchdown. Should I jump for Kyler Mahomes or stick with getting these RBs and get a quarterback with my third pick? Uh, good question. I'm in the same kind of predicament as you, Larry. I have the two-pick in a 10-team super flex league. It is four-point per passing touchdown as opposed to six. I'm still going to go with Cook. I wouldn't blame you for going with Kamara, but I'm probably going to go. Um, I'm probably going to go with the running back. 
I went with Kamara in my last league. So I'm going to take Cook this time. But I just like to get the running backs. In a 10-team league, you'll be able to get quarterbacks in the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th round. Isaiah, what is Gus's RB positional rank for you? Off the top of my head, I'm not actually sure. Uh, I mean, you guys are in here, so you have access to my rankings on the site, bdg.store. I want to say he's running back 19 or 20. Definitely in the running back 19-20 range. Half PPR, Superflex Dynasty League. Trade Rodgers, Saquon, or Tanny Chubb. So you're picking one side. Uh, I will take the Rodgers-Saquon side. Yeah, I think uh, Saquon is still like a very, very elite prospect. He's going to get his extension at some point this year in the summer, and then he'll be good for another four or five years. I think Saquon is going to give you such a big advantage at the running back position over the next contract. So give me uh, Saquon there. And Aaron Rodgers, not a bad consolation prize. Your shiner looks better. Yeah, I'm like wondering if he's ever going to go. The number of people that have asked me if I'm wearing makeup this week is... It's kind of concerning. Like, have y'all ever seen fucking people wear makeup? It doesn't look like this. You know, I saw a guy I was out in like a club last night. And a guy actually had like a real big black eye. And I almost like, you know, how people who drive Jeeps when they see another dude that has like a Jeep or something. Or, you know, they're wearing the same kind of shirt or company or they have the same car and they like wave at each other. They gave like a honk or a wave. I was going to like do that to the guy with the black eye. Be like, yo, let's go. But then that felt really fucking dumb once I thought about it. Flowers, take her out for lunch, dinner. Yeah, that's that's what we're going to end up doing. I'm going to get her flowers. Um, and me and my sister are taking her out to, to brunch. So it, it'll be a good day. I mean, she's, for whatever reason, she gets happy to see us. I'm going to pull up with a black eye hungover. She's going to be like, thanks, Nick. Thoughts on having CEH and T Hill on the same roster? Risk worth taking? Full PPR? Yep. I am uh, completely fine with that. I I don't have any problem stacking running back and wide receiver if they're on a very good offense. And KC definitely falls under that category for me. So, I think uh, good offenses, man, it's a rising tide for me. It's a rising tide. If Tyreek Hill's having a big day, guess what? That means more plays for the offense. That means probably closer to scoring opportunities. Like, yes, maybe a touchdown can't go to both fucking players at the same time, but you're moving the ball, you're you're controlling possession, you're running more plays on offense, you're getting more first downs. I think it's more opportunities for everybody, which is why I'm okay stacking running backs and wide receivers when they're on a good offense because we expect them to move the ball a lot and have a lot of plays. can barely tell. Yeah, I got lucky that it wasn't this eye. I got lucky. So last night, last night, I did the stream with y'all. I had the underdog draft. I did the final stream of the five nights from like 7 to 8. 7 to 8.30. I'm chilling. I'm like, I know I'm getting up today to work. I had some things to finish up this morning. I got to do the stream for, with you guys. I'm going out to brunch with my mom. So I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to chill for the rest of the night, whatever. So Miss Miss Beasting. Ms. Beasting texts me, hey, I'm going to dinner with my friends in your area in the West Village. Come out for, like, dessert or drinks when we're done. I'm like, okay. What's a, what's a fucking cookie or a, or a margarita going to do, right? Going to be home within an hour. So we go. We're chilling. I'm meeting her friends. 
And then they're like, oh, let's go over to like one of the girls is here from California. She's like, oh, my boyfriend lives in the area. He's actually at a bar on your block. We should go for fun. I'm like, okay. This is going to turn into a bad night. I fucking knew it. I knew it. I should have just said, no, we're passing my apartment. I'm old as fuck. I can't. I got work to do. I got things to do. I got my mom's birthday tomorrow. And then I didn't do that. And then I kept walking and we pull up to the Red Lion. That's the name of the bar. We go in. There's live music. It's fucking packed. They're all like, "Woo, let's do fucking shots of tequila and vodka. And I'm like, like, I'm not going to be the fucking, you know, the, 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 I'm meeting her friends for the first time, going out with them for the first time. I'm not going to be the guy that like turns it down and like has a, you know, I don't, I don't want a bad first impression. So I'm like, okay, I guess I have to fucking commit to this. You know, we're going to drink here for a little while and it'll be fun. So we're there. It was packed as shit. And we're ripping down like one shot of tequila, two shots of tequila, a beer, a marg, whatever. Started to get a little bit of buzz. And they're like, ah, it's kind of loud in here. Let's like go outside. Let's get a table or whatever. And then like five more of their friends pull up. So we're a group of like 14 people at this point. And for whatever reason, we're like, we're like about to go to the next bar. And I was like, oh, I'm probably going to peace out now because my apartment's on the block. Let me, uh, let me just go home. It was like fun to hang out with y'all. And then I see the group piling into a fucking limo, like a limousine, a big white limousine that's parked right in front of the bar. I'm like, yo, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was like embarrassed. I was having secondhand embarrassment for them. There's like a line of 75 people trying to get into the bar. And then this group of people is going into a limousine to go wherever they wanted to go. I'm like, I can't get in there. Like, that's just not like I'm not. It was just felt so douchey. And I'm like, yo, I can't get in there. I'm going to walk home. And then one of the kids in the group, I don't know what his name is. His name was like Jens or Jans or some shit. He was like fucking Czech Republic. He's like, dude, you got to come with us. I haven't said a word to this motherfucker all night. I don't know why he wants me to come with them. He's like, you got to come with us. He had like a big smile. And I'm like, damn, like I fuck with his energy. <sighs> okay, I'll get in the fucking limousine. So I got in the limousine. I'm like, why is it, why are we in a limousine? I still, to this second, don't know why we got a limousine, where the limousine came from. We're in a limousine. The guy comes back. The driver's like, y'all want champagne? And we're like, fucking, yeah, of course we want champagne. Gives us like four bottles of champagne. We start popping it in the back. At this point, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I'm literally right in front of my apartment. I'm in a limousine popping champagne. Just take me home, please. And we're like, where are we going? It's like, okay, we're going to go to Brooklyn. I'm like, oh my God, we got to go over the bridge to a new fucking borough. We're going to this like place called the Black Flamingo. And it's fucking popping. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not like a big like house music guy, but I was in the mood to dance a little bit and the whole crew was dancing. So we pulled up, we go down into the Black Flamingo. Mind you, nobody has cash on them. I'm the only motherfucker carrying around cash. And all these bars for whatever reason have... Um, all these bars for whatever reason have cover charges. So I'm like, here's 60 bucks for my squad here. Oh, bar number two, here's 40 bucks for my squad again. I'm in deep now. I got deep pockets. They're gone. I'm empty. I'm running on empty. My brain cells, my stomach, my wallet. So we end up we end up pulling up to this place in Brooklyn at like midnight, maybe. Yeah, maybe 11 midnight. 
and I shit you not, we didn't fucking leave that place till like 3.30 a.m. We were having margs. They had margs that were, they had margs that were disguised as margs, but they were using gin instead of tequila. I, I dropped like multiple drinks, shattering glass on the floor everywhere. We just danced our fucking asses off, our faces off. But we pulled back in at like 4 a.m. I was supposed to go to bed at like 10.30. So, case in point, I fucking hate my life. Isaiah Bay, for non-superflex, thoughts on going RB, RB, RB. If the third running back is Chris Carson or D-Mont. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I like both Carson and, and David Montgomery in, uh, in the third round. Both feel really safe. Both are like, I mean, you're getting them as your third RB, so they're your, they're your flex. And you can hit wide receiver hard, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round. I would maybe go by the way that your draft is going. You know, there's a chance that in the third round, maybe like a Metcalf, um, a Metcalf or A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, like someone in that tier falls. And in that case, I might, if you went two running backs first, I might take one of those wide receivers over Carson or, or Montgomery. But with Tariq Cohen out for the six weeks, I think uh, Montgomery's a pretty safe bet to be, you know, a really, really high-end RB2 for at least the first half of the season. What would you be willing to trade away to get Damian Harris in a 10-man dynasty? Um, so, dynasty, I'm a, I'm, I do have a lot of Damian Harris shares in dynasty. I'm lower on him in dynasty than I am redraft. I don't have a lot of reasons why that I think like stick there are very very few running backs that I actually target in dynasty and the ones I do are ones that have like the complete well-rounded uh athletic profile pass catchers we know the offense uh so he's a guy that like if I'm trading for a running back I want him to have a ceiling you know I want him to have like league breaking type ceiling even if the chance of it happening is pretty low I still want that in the range of outcomes and I think as long as Damian Harris is on the Patriots right now I don't think he's going to be catching passes. Um, so I, I think at the end of the day, he'll probably end up as being like a mid RB2, you know, which is great. But that's not necessarily a guy in fantasy that really that that I think you should be going all out for to trade for. The reason I've been hyping up Damian Harris all offseason, like going back to April, May, was because in like best ball drafts, we were able to get him in the ninth, 10th, 11th round. I was like, we need to be nailing this dude every time we can. Now he's a fifth round pick, squeeze a lot of the value out of what we could have gotten. There's not a lot of, I mean, there is upside, of course, because he can run for 1,100 yards and score 10 touchdowns. I don't think that's like a crazy thing to expect to happen either, but it's not going to catch a lot of passes. So I, 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 because the shelf life for running backs in NFL is so small, like if you're going to pay premiums for them, you want to make sure that they have league winning upside for it. So that being said, like, what would you be willing to trade away to get Damian Harris? I'm not going to be trading a first for him. Uh, if you can get him for a second and you're going to be able to use him right away, I'm fine with it. He's one of those players that's probably a tweener where it's like you don't want to trade a first for him, but if you but no one's going to trade him away for a second because of the hype right now. So maybe you can I don't know maybe you can flip him for like a maybe like Tyler Boyd and the third or something like that will get you Damian Harris. My sharp or idiotic. For considering players' contract status when ranking them. Slightly bumping up contract here, guys. Yeah. I don't do that shit. I don't play that game. 
I think that's fake fucking news. Um, there's been so many examples of that not making a fucking difference. I hate when people hype that up on Twitter. Uh, someone did a study on it too. I remember tweeting about this exact thing like last summer being like, can someone point me to a study of how this shit does not fucking matter at all? And someone did like immediately. They're like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So no, I would don't, don't read into that. Mr. Henny. How pleased are you to finally have the website the way you want it? I bet it's a big weight off your shoulders, dog. It looks clean for sure. Yeah. Um, there's still a few pieces to it that I feel like I need to fix, but I'm, I'm, I was just glad to get it live, bro, because a really big portion of our business was through the draft guide. And, uh, we still have a lot of people buy it within the last like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks when it went live, but we also missed an entire three, four months of, of being able to promote it, you know? So really happy to have it live. Obviously it does take a weight off my shoulders. I get to actually focus on like content and not having to do hour long calls with the web dev team, you know, two, three times a week and not having to fill in the content, not having to work on all that, you know, do the rankings and whatever, which I'd still obviously update real time. But yeah, it's just a lot of free time for me to go to fucking clubs until 4am and want to kill myself basically. You planning anything fun for the season opener on Thursday? Uh, man, I do. I can't really answer this question. Um, there's a reason why I can't answer it. Fuck, I'm in a curious place. I will be doing something Thursday night, but but I can't, I'll, I'll, you'll, I'll tell you about it on Friday or some shit, a next Q and assault. I can't answer it now though. Cause it would, it would fuck something up. How we doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you been? We got any other questions for me? Oh, fuck. All right, y'all. Well, if we got nothing else, I'm probably going to dip out of here. Um, thank you for hanging around, obviously. And this will be an every Saturday thing during the season. This is really the only ch uh, place that, you know, if you're if you're a Big Dogs member, you'll get my sit start. So you don't actually have to really answer, ask me questions because you'll just be able to look at the rankings to see how I rank guys for the week. Uh, that's up on BDG.store. You'll have access to the private Q and Assault. Uh, you will get access to the Discord, and then next offseason, you'll be able to join Dynasty Startup Leagues, which we organize in the Discord. Um, and then you get access to the in-season weekly rankings and all that all that good shit. So signing up to be a member is more just like uh, paying for kind of access to the team and myself and what we think, your personal. Obviously, you could see literally like eight guys in here asking questions, so it was very personalized. You know, I feel like they're my, uh, I feel like y'all's is my girlfriend's. Yeah, you see Zendaya at the Venice premiere of Dune. Ah, uh, you sneaking in one more question. No comment, Koenig. Superflex, Titan Premium Dynasty, not pickled in the field. Uh, Aaron Jones. Ertz. 22 first, or Gus Komet, 22 third. 
Oh, bro. Bro. What? The Aaron Jones side. That's in, that's that's out of control. Oh, swap the picks. That makes more sense. Um, I'm still going to take Jones. I'm going to take the Jones side in the third. He's just like by far and away the best piece of this trade, and it's not close. All right, y'all. I'm out. Uh, sub to the channel if you're new. Become a member, bdg.store. Hit the thumbs up. I love you. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. I finally got that right. I've been calling it MDW for the last six days. I'm going to go enjoy mine. I'm going to tell my mama y'all said happy birthday. Love you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.